Hello everyone, welcome back to The Dig. I'm your host Deb and today we're going to be deconstructing the beliefs adopted around God's love for us. And there's this quote from Brene Brown that says, we can only love others as much as we love ourselves. I didn't even remember, I didn't even know that was Brene Brown, but it's true. Her image of how we love ourselves directly impacts how we're able to love others. And so if I have a faulty image of myself or deprived my soul, like don't even know myself, we're not able to love others authentically. We're able to love others still centered around ourselves. But why even feel the need to love others? Like, I think love is this thing that is just overly communicated that you need to be and you need to have and you need to do. But it's like you can't pressure someone into loving people you can't that's forcing and controlling something that's not forceable or controllable and part of the problems I had with deconstructing God's love for me is it felt like it came at a cost because I had to love him back if he was going to love me. I had to. I never was able to actually love God for God, but love God. I could only love God for what he did for me, which is a very self-focused image. But I could only love in that state because I didn't really know me. My love for myself, my deep healing love for myself, wasn't full. I didn't love myself. So that makes sense why I could only love God for what he did for me because I only loved me for what I did for me. I only loved no offense, but most of my friends for what they did for me. I like the idea of them being there for me and maintaining, you know, social setting, but I don't know if I actually loved them. Because I didn't love them. I loved them in my perspective. I loved me being around them more than I loved them. And it's weird to see how that perspective was put into my relationship with God. Because I've made it all about why I love God is because of what he's done for me in my life. It's very selfish, self-focused. 
but that's not a reason to love God. And the fact that Jesus died on the cross isn't a reason to love God either. Because that's once again what he did for you. That's not God. We get so conditioned to believe what loving what someone does for us means that we love them. But that doesn't mean you love them at all. When you are full of self-love, you can understand that what people do for you is great and it's phenomenal and it feels lovely. But at the end of the day, you can really decide if you actually love a person. Now, part of the problem with being in an evangelical is there were so many conditions and rules made around what it would look like for me to love God. So the very essence of who I was, if I was going to proclaim I loved God, couldn't be involved in loving God. The problem with that is God must not really love me if he's not going to accept my way of loving him as appropriate or acceptable because he's not loving me. He's loving himself. That's what happens when we look at our relationship with God and God's love through a human lens. But let's say you take it to a higher perspective, an agape perspective. Uh, no matter what, no matter who you are, I'm sending you pure, unconditional love and support. You're able to fully believe that. That's something I really appreciate about spirituality and some of the practices around it is and healing in general a lot of it's about allowing this energetic source of unconditional love and acceptance for who you are into yourself but i could tell you the god i knew from my religion isn't that same essence as this other essence of unconditional love and at first that really scared me because if there was an unconditional love, then I was only going to be able to feel loved to the degree in which I loved myself. And I didn't really like myself that much. I thought I did, but I continued to put myself in environments and do things that constantly compromised my soul. So I didn't. Or on the other side, I actually just didn't even know myself. Especially when you're told what your life's supposed to look like because you're quote-unquote, lo you love God. I had no idea who I was because I only cared about who God thought I was. Which means I had to look the certain way. But that's just not love. None of that is. Love starts at accepting somebody, someone, something exactly as it is and doesn't require it to change because that is 
once again not accepting it as it is it's a complete removal of yourself what you feel what you perceive or what you prefer and a presence of acceptance love and I'm giving myself to you it's not about what you do at all I was just reading in a book the other day that said one of the most powerful things we can give to one another is presence but I would say presence without the fear and the need to control someone's future because that's not even presence just yourself fully present as you are I don't really think we're very good at that which would make sense why we're not really good at adopting this belief that God loves us exactly as we are this unconditional being loves and accepts us exactly as we are because we don't do that to ourselves I've been doing a lot of tapping practices um, and EFT tapping is great because I really don't know the science behind it but it calms your nervous system and the way you start tapping and the goal to get to by the end of your session is always this deep unconditional love and acceptance for yourself as you are so you allow yourself to sit and you feel and you be exactly as you're feeling and being and believing whether it's insecurity or negativity or even positivity like you allow yourself to be and you accept yourself deeply and completely and as you go through this tapping practice you basically work through the emotion of what it is you're feeling so let's say I start with the belief um, I'm not feeling like enough today and you start by acknowledging it and being so present with how that feels in your body and as you're tapping and you continue to tap you basically talk yourself through it to the point by the end of your tapping session you don't even remember why you felt like you weren't enough because you sent this unconditional love and support and accepted what you were feeling as it was without trying to change it that you were able to maneuver through it but when we get so caught up in the future or the past or what we did or didn't do which is future or past um, or have yet to done that's future then you're not able to love present love fully in the present and I think God's energy is fully in the present but we're not going to be able to see and experience and feel how life-changing that really is until we ourselves love ourselves and I think media has this great image of what self-love really looks like but a lot of that stuff it portrays, like waking up early, going to the gym, drinking eight gallons of water, none of that acknowledges the feelings. Deep self-love means feeling and accepting yourself as you feel in the moment. Not trying to minimize, negate, 
gaslight to change you to be something else in the moment. It's completely present base. So when people say Jesus or God loved you because Jesus died on the cross, that's very focused in the past. I want to know God's presence is right here with me as I feel what I feel and experience what I experience. Now there's a great argument. You can look to the past to learn for the future. But the problem is that's in the past and in the future. None of that's in the present. It's a deep self-love and awareness in your present moment. I really think this image of love has been so tossed around that we don't even know what it is anymore because we relay it in the past or in the future or in these actions when it's really in the present and it's detached from feelings. It's what's left, I guess, once you work through all the feelings. It's the essence of I'm still going to accept you as you are like that's deep self that's just deep love but that's going to be a hard belief to figure out until you start doing it with yourself you're not going to be able to accept how lovable you are if you're always looking at the past or the future or what you do to determine how lovable you are you're not going to do it you're not going to ever figure it out. It's going to be like a water cup with a bunch of holes in the bottom. It's just going to keep pouring out. You will, however, understand how lovable you are and fill your love cup when you completely, deeply accept yourself, love and accept yourself as you are in this exact moment. Who you are in this exact moment. It sounds so simple, but man, is that the most complex thing ever. Because you've got to remove so much gunk to get there. But I think that is where unconditional love really lies. And I think if I believe in God, that is where God is. This, I deeply and completely fully accept you as you are in this moment because I choose to love you it's my choice that's love we can't accept that until we look at ourselves and we say that which a lot of us aren't willing to do which means there's a lot of shadow work this is where spirituality and shadow work comes in to figure out why we can't accept that that was a really hard step in my deconstruction journey. And I wanted to blame all these people and all these things about why I couldn't love myself deeply when the truth was is because I was scared and I didn't know how. That was the real reality is I'd given my power and given my life away for so long to so many different things and the soul that felt like it was trapped in a cage, I was mortified. I had no idea how I was going to love this thing I had been suppressing 
for so long and ignoring. That was really scary. Choosing to love yourself deeply and completely, love and accept yourself, is the scariest thing. It's the scariest thing every day. But that's when you're really going to start to understand. That's where you'll start to understand what true love is. What quote unquote God's love would be. And I don't think that's what modern religion has adopted. Just always hear a but. I hear that with not just modern religion though. I hear that with people in general. Not to say... You're not deserving of love, though. You deserve to be loved. you got to feel that part, too. But you're not going to feel it and believe it until you do it for yourself. On a deep soul level. Hey, Dig listeners, Deb here. And if you found any of this content helpful, do me a favor and let me know by hitting that like or subscribe button. You can find some more helpful resources on our Instagram page, The Dig with Deb, or you could head over to thedigpodcast.com. Be sure to stick around. We have some more great episodes coming towards you. And as always, dig a bit deeper.